Welcome back to the Family Podcast. Here we are. We have not missed a step. We are rocking and rolling. Family Podcast is a table talk with Rookie's family. And we appreciate you sticking with us. Yes, during this COVID time, uncertain time, it's hit or miss. Uh, we're trying Last to... favorite topic, Corona. Is it Corona or is it uh, COVID? Either. Is it either one? All right. Well, anyway, uh, we are all here, uh, five of us sitting around the uh, dining room table, and uh, Matthew checking in uh, via telephone. Uh, how are things out east, first and foremost? They are great. We've uh, finished a string of moving, just uh, moved into a new apartment on the 1st of September. Uh, after previously moving into a new office on August 1st, so it's been basically moving for an entire month, uh, but we are mostly settled now, so that is exciting. So if you would like to hire the uh, aerial moving company, uh, they are located in Boston, and they are ready to... <laughs> we have now decided that we will always hire movers in the, in the future, and it is a well-worthwhile investment. No one should ever move themselves. I totally agree with you, Matthew. It, it is worth it. worth it. I will never move myself. And on to other things, okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're nestled into your new apartment and uh, uh, your new office digs. Uh, can't wait to get out there. We uh, probably won't be able to get out there for a couple of weeks, but um, happy that uh, that you're yeah, pretty. Yeah, you a couple of weeks. Yeah, wow. right. What's the deal? Take longer. Uh, we we know what the situation is here. What's the mask situation out there? Um, still, everyone wears them in public, um, and you can't go in any place without one on. Um, everyone requires it inside. When you're out on the streets, most people have them on. Uh, I will often just have it around my neck, or like around my chin if I'm not with a ton of people or like passing people on the sidewalk, but everyone's wearing them. It's uh, just kind of part of daily life at this point. I don't find it to be exceptionally annoying. It just kind of is what it is. Uh, Speak for yourself. Well, I mean, it's like the simplest thing ever. Just put the mask on. Who cares? I hate masks. I really Agreed. do not mind the mask at all. Are they, um, uh, are they uh, pressing everyone as far as, you know, they got people, they say New York is okay, but if you come from Minnesota, you got to quarantine for two weeks. That's self-policing, isn't it? Yeah, they, they have the rules in place where if you're coming from pretty much any state that doesn't touch Massachusetts, you have to quarantine for 14 days when coming. No one's enforcing that. Uh, same thing with, like, masks. There's not, like, anyone, like, telling people to wear a mask. It's just sort of an, an accepted thing at this point, just wear a mask in public, and it's, it's easy to do. Well, the other thing is, uh, on uh, contrary to that, in Nashville, Nashville is as popular as can be right now, and they do have police walking around telling people to put their masks on. I don't know why Nashville currently is such a high, uh, it's a huge destination for people, and everybody is going to Nashville. We saw it on the news, and the streets are flooded, there's music playing, and uh, they don't have enough space to social distance. So they're just showing up at these clubs, showing up at the restaurants, 
and they're you know pretending to say, oh yeah, we're social distancing, but the gal in the news tonight said they're not. They're they're trying, but it's not. They're not capable of doing that, and that's what that's the scary part is the spikes, uh, whether it's Orlando, Nashville, or college campuses. Uh, it's nerve. I'm nervous about that. Yeah. Yeah. The colleges will be interesting now. I've heard a lot of different uh, strategies that they're doing, but some of them have already failed miserably, like Alabama. Uh, but some of them, I think, are doing pretty well. Yeah, and it'll be a. Uh, I'm just gonna wait and see if there's another spike. What the hell? What you know? You just gotta keep living your life and just not worry about it. Exactly. Exactly. What's new? McLaren's going teaching. She's starting this uh, next week. Going teaching. She's starting tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's right, Tuesday. We're we're recording this on Labor Day. She also has a big announcement. She fulfilled one of her dreams. Oh, I did um, purchase a Jeep Wrangler, and that is, like, one of my achievable car dream goals. So that is very fun. It's completely blacked out, black rims, everything black. We have been enjoying that the past few weeks. Yes, and I did unfortunately have to put the cover back on it today. I have a hard top, or last night. And I put it back on, and there's no sunroof in Jeeps because you can take off the part above the driver and passenger. But... I put it back on and I'm like, oh gosh, this is dark and like it, I like, feel like I'm in a real car now. Yeah. <laughs> so Matt, I'm sorry you're gonna have to wait a while until you can ride with the top off, but I will have to. That's very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. It's very fun. I was just gonna say yeah. it's a lot of fun. You get a lot of looks. You get a lot of. I'm surprised though that she has not driven the Jeep out to Boston this past week just to show you and turn around <laughs> after 15 minutes. And bringing it back home. I don't even That's think true. about that, but that would have been so much fun. No, no, I don't no, give her any ideas. No, no, no. We're, we're I can't now. I got a job. You'll see it when he gets it. Yeah, you're working for trying a lot. Um, but yeah, I've been teaching. You go to the school to, to teach. What, what's your situation? Um, that's a good question. I am teaching from my home office that I have put up wallpaper on the wall. I refinished the desk. I got all the bells and whistles for my computer. Um, it's so in your second X bedroom. Yes. When you come here and when you stay. I would uh, call it his bedroom. <laughs> okay. His, yeah, the guest room or Matthew's bedroom. Um, so we are a completely distance learning. We cannot go into our school because our school is um, one of the daycares. Uh, daycare spots for essential working families. So I know at some schools they can go in and like work in their classroom throughout the day, but our school unfortunately we don't have that um, opportunity. So me and Gabe are basement buddies. Yeah. And he yeah, actually right. does like it because I help him a lot with his math. Yeah, she does. Except a lot every time he comes in, he won't even be doing anything. He scares the heck out of me. He just walks in and I'm like, oh my god. Well, you should know that once the rap music stops, 
that Gabe is on the move. I've actually been listening to a lot of heavy metal recently. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm on some Sinatra. I have Fly to me to the moon. Not earlier, but heavy metal, when you're trying to get something done, it motivates you. No. no. That's actually to do what? To do what? I would agree. Right now, Annihilation, that's the name of the song, I highly recommend. The highest vibrations of good vibrations are classical music. So if you want to be motivated, listen to something like 300 Violin Orchestra, that song. You know that song? Mozart. And then I'll sit there while I'm doing my math. Or bum, 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 No, bum, it gives you good vibrations. I used to listen last year in eighth grade. I would listen to Mozart while I would do my math. Yeah, Mozart's E major. I don't know that I would classify 300 Violin Orchestra as classical music, Sophia. It's like a modern twist. It's like a rap song, but classical. Yeah, but yeah. you cannot listen to that song and not feel pumped up. No, it's great. I yeah. just can call it classical. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because it has violin in it. I don't know. It's Okay, time out for old school. What was the song in the 70s? Uh, it was the Beethoven's Fifth Movement. I don't know. Dun, 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 dun. No, no, in the 80s maybe. Remember it was dun, 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 I don't remember the name of it, but that was a cool. It was like a remake of uh, one of Beethoven's songs. And I'll, I'll I'll find it and send it out and. and uh, Amadeus. Amadeus. No. Amadeus. Amadeus. What movie is that? Oh, thank you. So Gabe has started his new school and is enjoying it so far. Yeah. And right. he goes every other day. <laughs> so this is his third week, and by the end of this week, he will actually have spent a total of six days in school. Yeah. After nice. three weeks of school. Nice, buddy. It will be, I go Wednesday and I go Friday. It's four. That's two. Four days. Is this your second week or third this week? This is my second oh, week. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a week off. It will be four, four days in two weeks. Hey. How navigating a larger school? Uh, it's extremely easy. Okay. Most How's of my classes are, they're all by each other. They're only in, like, How has lunch been handled? Uh, we eat outside, or you have the option to. Like, outside, you can sit with people, uh, but inside, you're six feet away from the closest person next to you, so you can't really talk. And like it, like it. Oh, right. sorry. Uh, they put desks in the cafeteria. Yep. Uh, okay. So you sit in your own desk. Yeah, and nobody really goes inside and eat. We all, we all go out on like that baseball field. And like Indiana Jones, that door is closing because the temperature is dropping, and you will not be able to go out. I didn't even think about that. Well, well it'll be the fine. Thing for that is then um field house. Well, yeah, we can eat inside of the large gyms, um, but they're doing like the flex schedule and everything, so I don't really know how they're going to do lunch then. I know, mean, honestly, they could put people in classrooms, too. I recently just started nannying again, and that's how the girls, when they're not in the lunchroom, they eat with their class in their classroom, which is different. Got it. Mm-hmm. So they go down, get their lunch, and then go back to the classroom? No, basically it's like cold lunch right now. And then eventually oh, we'll there's no hot lunch. stuff like turkey sandwiches is for lunch, not like... So, their nativity is not giving out any lunch. They do, they will. 
I, no, it's right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like going to Hubbard. So I have to bring my own lunch to school if I went to the Yes. It's great for the kids who would have otherwise like sat alone at lunch. And even the girls were saying a few other teachers have played a couple movies during lunch, which is which has been fun, and I think I would really love that. I do that. Oh yeah. Right. That, that's smart because that just limits the talking at all. Right. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. So they are dead silent, uber-focused on the uh, movie, except a few. I will say this, though. Nothing is – Matthew, bring up a, a, a good point. Nothing makes me more sad than that kid that has to eat lunch alone and just doesn't have the buddies or, you know, the whether you're the new kid or whether you're a freshman or – uh, anything like that makes me sad. Yes, you're raising your hand, Mom. So I'm saying, so talking about staying in for lunch, and when you had bad weather, of course, you couldn't go out for recess. Oh, yeah. What was your favorite thing to do when you had to stay in? 7-Up. Heads up, seven up. Yeah. When you had to put your head yeah. down, who tapped me? We played a uh, game of <laughs> deadly spoons, we called it. Oh. In fourth grade, whenever we had boys and girls, morning recess inside was deadly spoons. Everyone would come home with scratches and, like, marks. What were deadly spoons? It was what the hell? I didn't know this. Like, so right. yes, It was scary. So that was your favorite thing to do? Yeah. Okay, wait, no, but describe deadly spoons. I've yeah. never heard of this. Oh, like the card game. Yeah. Well, she said deadly spoons and you said scratches on you. We called it deadly spoons because everyone was so intense that, like, you would just grab someone's arm. Okay, yes. Yes. I have a friend that one of my friends growing up in grade school almost knocked over mom as a pregnant female. It wasn't almost. Right out of my chair. Oh, Lord. And, uh, yeah, he wanted that spoon, and he got it. So. People get so vicious it's, during it's that hilarious. game. That yeah, is hilarious. Everyone has no chill because it's such an adrenaline rush that you have to either get a chair or a spoon. You're competitive. You want to win. Yeah. Dave, what was your favorite thing to do when you stayed in? Uh, well, we didn't really do, like, in eighth grade, I guess. You just kind of you mess around and do whatever. Like, I love that okay. game. All right. Well, we're going to play, play mess around and do yeah. whatever. Let's um, <laughs> 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 We did have, like, this cart thing in the back <laughs> that we would put each other on and race okay. each other around on the room. Don't violate Don't violate any red. Hang on, hang on. That's naughty. Yeah. You know what, though? If you're playing 7-Up, you could cheat. Look you can't. D. Matthew. And then you could look at the line and go, uh-huh. No one no, will ever go on your dog. It so was Rosie. Yeah, I mean, Rosie. I'm a little bit off the desk, but, but they can't See, because the Catholic grade schools don't have shoe policies, so anyone could wear whatever shoes they wanted. Right, so they would work in high school, probably, but yeah. we didn't play those. So. Can you imagine D trying to get some type of advantage to win the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Matthew, what's yours? We, I think similar. Normally, every teacher had some sort of board games. We played a lot of board games. We played card games. Uh, I don't know that we had anything that was like our go-to. It was sort of just like a, I don't know, find something to mess around with. Uh, in sixth grade, uh, we had a teacher. Uh, her name was Miss Brink, Pat Brink. And on Friday the 13th, she would take out a rubber binder gun. 
or a wiffle ball and a bat. Is that illegal? And you would line. No, no, it, it, it was nothing oh. bad. You would line up on the other side of the room, and she would shoot you with the binder gun. <laughs> it, did, like it, didn't hurt, it didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. It didn't hurt. Or the or the wiffle ball. And if you got yeah. hit. You would you would go you would have to sit down and you would be the last person okay, standing. Okay, and this is she could pick who she was And it's on Friday the thirteenth. It's like torture day. This is the weirdest no, thing no, I've ever no, heard. No, no, no. Miss Brink was a wonderful There's teacher, and like she was a she was a really weird. She, no, she was a clickbuster. She was a clickbuster at sixth grade. And did you ever get to win, Miss Brink? Today I found out that I was one percent Irish. So, what do you think of that? Ah, oh, Mr. McCoskey, come on up here. Let me give you a big hug. All right, Mr. McCoskey. And then all my kids are like, you butt kisser. Miss Brink, I found out today I was 1% Irish. Ah, oh, McCoskey, you are my favorite of all time. Yeah, she was Irish. And then if you were Irish, you were... Well, half the school... No, more than half the school. Yeah, but I was Polish, English, and Swedish. But you had a lot, though. My mom is Spanish. You're not any of that. I... I... Outlander. Dad, no. Isn't that true? Didn't you guys find out someone did the test and it was yeah. Scottish and all that kind of stuff? But I'm sure we, I'm sure we owed people money, so we left Europe to come to this country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's either a jailbreak or we owed people money, and my family came back. Grandpa Maddock came back to this country and said, "Like, yeah, we got to get out of here on a leaky boat." Ew, a yeah, it's not like a, a luxury oh, liner. Have, like malaria Right, I, we overcame it. We had good immune systems. Mm. Oh God, really? Yep. Uh, what else? Um, um turn. Yep. Yeah. Couple turn event things. One was speaking of leaky boats. Did you guys see that boat parade in Texas for Trump? Yes. I did. Yeah. That was intense. Just, so you know how they've been doing those boat parades everywhere yeah. where they'll do their flags and stuff. Did you guys see the one in, in Texas? I did yeah. not. I did, but describe it. On Lake Travis, so it's big, huge lake in Texas, but there were, I don't know how many boats they actually said there. I mean, there's a ton of boats, and they were creating a huge weight. And so the smaller boats, they're like, they basically created an ocean on this lake. And the smaller boats all started taking on water. And five <laughs> boats ended up sinking in like, the parade. Uh, oh, no. Oh, the pictures are crazy of it, and the videos are nuts. Uh, but I think they, they got three of them. They, got, they rescued three of the boats. The other two sank to the bottom. I don't think anybody was hurt in it, but the pictures are wild. And I did see a still shot of a boat that was underwater at the bottom of a body of water. I saw that too. And they were like, that's a good beginning. It's a good beginning or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and the flag is like still flying in the... Yes, I saw that. Yes. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool if people participate in parades supporting potential candidates because um, I won't disclose... Who um, our family is voting for, but a few of us. I mean, who you personally are voting for? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. no, I'll group the family. I don't know. Um, a either. few of us went into St. Paul in the Jeep with the top off, and we did have um, our candidate's flag going out 
of our car I and um, playing every American song we could think of, and we got lots of looks, lots of middle fingers, lots of we did get love. Matthew. Yeah, love those. Yeah, we did. I would like to go on record saying I was extremely unhappy with that and did not support them in any way, shape, or form. That was just yeah. a really dangerous, bad thing to do. There are, How is it dangerous? Um, because. I would there, like to go on record. I was not home when that happened. Mom so. was trying to deny us of a First Amendment right, and it was really not okay. Because, exactly, Matthew. Thank you. Oh, we were in the beast. <laughs> we were in the I beach. agree, Matthew. No one can, can shoot us if we're in the beach. I was ready to fight somebody with the ice pick. <laughs> because <laughs> our blade is ice, ice pick. was an ice pick. Our blade. Let me Mom? just uh, roll up my flank, uh, my trump uh, <laughs> my, uh, flag here. We can't just go to My uh, Biden flag. Uh, Mom wouldn't let us take our flag pull and take the American flag off to put our candidate flag on. Uh, very good choice. So, we yeah. had to get resourceful, and we tried to put it on a hockey stick, because America, it and wasn't long enough. In fashion, we went with the ice pick. So, Gabe wrapped up the, the sharp part in a towel, and then we put that in my car, and Gabe held it. Unbelievable. Amazing. It was. It was like, if we were America... It, like, that's what we were. We were America and, in that moment. And we hit up every busy street in, like, the Macroland Summit area. We were on Mississippi River Boulevard, down Grand Avenue, oh, down Summit. In the, in the thick of it, right. On Summit Avenue, in the in the thick of the inner city, right. Right, where you probably had like-minded people. It was people. all about no. vibes. We had such high vibes going on that everyone was smiling and having a great time. In our car. Well, the world hated yeah, us. That's but what I'm yeah, it's all about how you feel, though. And yeah. if that happy, then that's what that's what needed to happen. So we're happy that your, your roof is on, and we we don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Until, <laughs> until next April. I, it's just next sad April. that some people in our family, the beast is covered. Don't know the greatness of America. All right, enough of that crazy talk. Right, we are not getting political on the family podcast. We are all about. How dysfunctional we are. Wait a minute. I think that we just added okay. that out. Oh, that was not dysfunctional. That was very functional. But, okay, continue, Matthew. Sorry. No, I don't have anything. Oh, sorry. I, thought I do have one other, like, random thing, but it's not, like, a topic. Fair enough. That's, topic. That's okay. No, we don't. No. <laughs> oh, so there's a debate that's been going around. Yeah. And it is, what of these do you think which is, is more difficult? What is the more difficult task here. Hitting a home run in the major leagues or scoring a goal in the NHL? Uh, which is which is more difficult? Yes, which is the more difficult task? Uh, scoring a goal. No, home run. Home run. No. Say home run. Goal. Home run. Alright, so wait, what, what are people? Uh, home, home run for sure because whether it's 408 Let's, or 373 to hit in the outfield. Okay, so four of us said home run. Gabe said I say goal. goal. What do you say, Matthew? I say home run. I say goal. And the reasoning being, so baseball, I think, is, you would say baseball is an easier sport than hockey just because it, yeah. it yeah. requires last year's general school. You get to wear shoes and not skates. Yeah. <laughs> but I think hitting a home run so I, I, I think what, what the kind of predicates on is that 
you can score a goal with a lot of luck. Like, you can Agreed. basically stand in front of the net, someone else takes your shot, it and hits off your stick into the net. Right, so there's a lot more luck that can play. It's an accident sometimes. A home run is one-on-one, and you're the only person that is able to hit the home run. you got to hit a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, and you hit it perfectly. So there's, I think there's just less luck that comes into play uh, in home runs. Okay, full disclosure, uh, this coming from a young man that at the Mall of America, when there was a uh, hockey goal against the computer, if you scored the goal, you got a super prize. Everybody got shut out, and dummy out here that uh, just said the home run is a, is a more difficult thing to do beat the computer and scored a goal, and the smile on his face after Matthew beat the goal just went like, enough said, I don't need to try another time. I already beat the computer goalie. Do you remember that at the fourth I floor? I do remember that. Yeah, where, where were we? We were at Smash. Smash, it's not there. A real NHL goalie will would have stopped that. It was I don't know. Not a bunch of that's the computer. He went against the computer and beat it. Dad, Dad loves this story. Um, he recently told it somewhere. I don't know where we were, but Dad really is proud of you for Wouldn't that Wouldn't you story. win a car? No, you would win a, a motorcycle. motorcycle. How come you yeah. don't win? You have to hit a, a certain number in a row. Oh. Like five goals in a row or something, and no one can even get one. Okay, and then let me just... I'd like to see Matthew go. Let me float this trial balloon. Um, Has anybody else here hit a home run over the fence? I have, yes. Oh, yeah, I was pointing to the phone, being like, "Watch him say that." Oh, you you remember that one too, (laughs) do you? Okay, good. I remember that. Dad and I were talking about that the other day, how both of us have never hit a home run. Never hit a home run. You're kidding me. Wait, turn off. I never had, like, thick, juicy muscle arms. I always had muscle arms. Is that what I have? Thick, juicy (laughs) muscle arms on That's what you need to hit a home run. Anyone I can think of that's hit a home run has some nice, thick, juicy, muscly arms. I'm more of the runner. Well, I, I don't want my arms well, described as that. I have muscly arms, but I never hit a home run. I would you like to... You baseball. You play t-ball. Hey, time out here. <laughs> right, but I, I would just like to let the record show um, I have hit a home run over the fence at Target Field when I was in the home run yeah. competition oh, against T.C. Bear. I just, I have hit a home run yeah, at Target Field. You, that from home play. Right. Or was it? Where you started in outfield. outfield. Oh, yeah. I was still over the fence. I was still over the fence. I, I still cleared the... I give you props for that. Because no, don't. Please don't. I'm the worst athlete of all time, and I admit that. So. <laughs> I may have thrown it over the I fence. guarantee you my ball was not a fence. And that was a softball, too. It was not a baseball, so... Anyway... Uh, where were we going with that? Matthew's thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I think to hit a home run uh, is more difficult because the ball has to be right there. You have to be timing. You've got to swing your hips and all the way through, and you can you can catch a goalie on a bad night. But if you're at an 
if you're in the MLB, the chances that you're hitting home runs and have hit home runs your entire life is extremely high. Like, I know the fields aren't the same length, but it's also like these guys have been doing it for so long and they're used to all these pitches that it's going to go over. Here's the, the key there, though. But I, I think there's a distinction between what it, I, I, the question is what is more difficult to like you? Like, right. Dave Mikulski, are you more likely to hit a home run in the majors or score an NHL? Oh, for me? It's, if you because I'm way, way more likely to probably score a goal. We'll get him on his ball. double blades and get him out there. Well, I don't have any... Yeah, you might have to be wearing skates. <laughs> 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 yes. However, Dave did get, what, uh, the puck, the game puck when you played goalie? Being a goalie, I didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he scored on himself. Right, right. He scored five to nothing, all five on himself. Well, I was told I couldn't go down. Because I didn't have goalie skates, so I had to stand up and try to. That does not matter if you had goalie skates or not. As a former goalie, I can tell you. I could have went down, no, nothing would have went by me. Oh, a true Gabriel! A true hockey player would have went down if they had goalie skates or not. The coach told me don't go down, so I didn't go down. He got five guys trying to help him back up with his lucky. With his mushy yeah, uh, uh, muscles. When you're holding a normal stick, you know you can grab the stick with both hands. So I would try and grab the stick with both hands. But I just realize that one of my hands is a net and it's not. There's I can't grab anything. There's great. so much wrong with you being the goalie. You picked me because I was the biggest kid. Just don't tell anyone you're from Minnesota, please. Right. Sophia's face when she said that. Sorry. It's going to be funny when I'm the richest man. Well, I have to say, as the person that's hit the most home runs in the family, um, it just says I'm I'm pretty talented. You don't know how many I hit. And she's got some nice big juicy (laughs) muscle arms. It didn't then. I was like, on this note, people should comment in our reviews if they think a home run is easier or the scoring. Right, and describe why. Yeah. Describe why. I would, uh, I would like to also add that uh, uh, number one in the U.S. singles chart way back when was a fifth of Beethoven. That's the remake, and it's mm. pretty damn good. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Listen to it. A fifth of Beethoven remake. Um, all right. Go ahead. Do you guys watch David Blaine? Yes. Yes. Up in the balloon. Yeah. Uh huh. What did you think? Hilarious. I loved every moment that he decided that he was going to do that. Um, I thought it was cool, but then I was watching, like, the news, and he was kind of sharing a little bit more about, like, the process and how when he got up so high, he had to put an oxygen tank on. Yeah. That yeah. was, like, really freaky to me. Why? Because... So, wait, I, I suppose, Frank, David Blaine, what was it, last week? Oh, yeah. Uh, attached himself to a bunch of balloons and floated up into the sky to 25,000 feet and then skydived down. Yeah. I guess it's just because. It's scary because, like, in an airplane, you know, like, you don't have to think about that, but, like, and you're protect, ideally protected in the plane, and he's just, like, going up in balloons and then has, like, has to put on his oxygen mask because there's not really oxygen. That's really freaky to me. <laughs> not really. Dad, I there's, have there's, a question for there's you. There's none. At the airport, can you bring a parachute on an airplane? Or would they not allow that? 
Like, if I was scared and it's like, I have a parachute and I decide that I'm going to bring this parachute as a carry-on, would TSA let me bring the parachute? Uh, TSA would pull you aside and say, why do you have a parachute? What are you planning? <laughs> <laughs> you might get a pat-down. You might get a double pat-down by... Hold on. I thought they could only tell your electronics in your backpack. So they can tell well, they anything that's in your backpack. Even in a, in a checked bag, if you throw a checked bag down and it goes on the belt, <laughs> beyond, behind the scenes, they're, they it, it's scanned. They look and see what's in your... So they can literally see? Yes, yeah. but, but, they're, but they're, they're looking they for... Know, what if they're no. like a really kinky person and they have like handcuffs? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, looking at the girl and they're like, what is handcuffs? I'm out. People that put, like, you can't bring handcuffs. I'm out. You can't? Um, my buddy Evan, who's a TSA agent... And uh, I was going through, uh, I was bringing somebody through in a wheelchair, and he was, um, there was a gal ahead of me, and she had put the bag through. Gilda. And Evan is, Evan is a, um, Evan's a really uh, a hip dude. He's a great guy. And he said, oh, wait a minute. Hey, what's this? And the, the lady, you know, the, you know, she wasn't the, you know, most best looking. Uh, she was no rough around the edges. Ah, oh, that's my uh, uh, helper. And, no. like, and Evan looked at me, and I looked at Evan, and I just went, "Oh my God!" And and so they had to, they sent it through again. Okay, okay. A marital device. What do you call it? I don't know. Now it's making me weird about you guys. Okay. Exactly, Matthew. Thank you. So anyway, uh, so they screen everything. David Blaine, uh, uh, Matthew. There was a really funny. um, Did you like David Blaine floating up in balloons? He went up in the sky, my beautiful balloon. Uh, did you see Barstool Resport, uh, Barstool Sports reaction to that? Barstool Sports reaction to that. It, it was um, David Blaine. Uh, they, they, you know, were of course had an attitude. David Blaine is a you know piece of dung. Uh, he's stealing a scene from the movie Up, <laughs> and they have this the, the house going from the movie Up with all the balloons. Yes. That was pretty funny. And then I want to bring in Mom. Uh, Mom saw something about the onion today. And what did the onion say today? The onion is closing because it can't make stuff up worse than what reality is right now. I, love <laughs> I thought that. that was hilarious. The onion is on the, on the, the, onion is on the verge of close yes. because they can't make such screwed up stuff in what's currently happening right now. But I, did, I enjoyed watching the David Blaine thing. I thought it was interesting. Because who hasn't thought about that? You know, every little kid, when you hold oh a balloon, God. the first thing they're wondering is, can that pull me up into the air? <laughs> yeah. They've seen too many I, cartoons. Yes. Uh, I did think, though, not as cool as some of the stuff he's done in the past. Like, impressive, yes, but I don't know. It's kind of just like more of a why. Like, it doesn't seem like 
that physically, I'm sure it is fairly physically demanding, but it doesn't seem that physically demanding. It's not really like any magic or illusion or like... Yeah, it, it, it was kind of more in the lines of a Nick Willenda type stunt. Right, right. Yeah. And Nick Willenda can go, he needs to stop because... No one likes Nick Willenda. <laughs> the crap he does is so dumb. He stresses me out. Yeah, I can't watch him. I'm like, too scared. He's always, like, fully hooked in. It's boring. He's, like, death-defying as he's, like, fully harnessed. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's really true. Um, so, does everyone know about David Blaine? Because that video that you sent me about him in the balloon was the first time I ever heard about him. So I'm not wondering. Yes, David Blaine. It wasn't this week, yeah. He was the one that would be underwater for, like, two days. Yeah. So I never knew about What was it? Well, he he set the world breath, like, holding record. It was, like, 17 minutes underwater. Yeah, but then you're right. He he did do the, where he was in that, like, globe of water, like a fishbowl, basically, for... Well, he's no, he's not a Guinness Book of World. He's a magician, and so his 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 deal his deal is illusion. I kind of want to claim him as then like a Guinness World Record Guinness. app, like amped up. Uh, he's like, looking for. He's like the social media version of Guinness. Guinness, Guinness. <laughs> like the beer. We just said it three different times. Sorry. <laughs> three different How are you doing today, Guinness? I'm doing fine, let me tell you. Always pronounced it. No, he's he's a magician. That's what he is. But yeah. Sophia, did, what's the question that you asked earlier today that you uh, the rock squirrel is actually? I did not ask that earlier today. No, but I asked that in high school. <laughs> to rock squirrel. Yeah, yeah, anyone listening, think about the, how many rocks are surrounding you right now and how many yeah. rocks there are in the yeah. world. With the right it's amount of water, they grow. Overwhelmingly number. Overwhelmingly number. <laughs> yes. Oh and then, well, you have to think about 4.5 billion years the Earth has been around, and those rocks have been going boom, 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 knocked into this planet. I mean, even in the street, there's millions of rocks. Right. And then... Did you count them? These things is really big at rock exploration. It blows your mind when you actually Uh, think about how many rocks there are and how many rocks there are that they don't produce or, like, come from each other or grow. Rocks don't reproduce. It's crazy. And think about how much rock there is on the Earth. Absolutely insane. So let's wrap it up with that. Um, Wow. We're good. Uh, It's really food for thought. Her name is Sophia, and she's available for... She's a uh, very good geologist. Right, yes. she will She will talk to you. I'm a geologist, but I can tell you how to put together a good outfit and look cute and just... Well, can we follow you on social media? What's the deal? They can, Fia.Mikulski. Mm-hmm. PH? A, yeah, PH. PH, okay. All right, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maddie, good luck to you. We'll let you go. Do you have more? Why are you saying no No, more? I think it's weird that we tell Matthew we let him go. I think we should just end the podcast without saying goodbye to him. Okay. Yeah. Take us out, Mame. Mame's taking us out. I will. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Family Podcast.
Um, we may be here next week. We may not. Depends on. I might have a midweek one. Depends on if we can convince McLaren. By the way, I had a solo <laughs> podcast where no one would participate, so that was me September 4th. I might just do that again and maybe just interview Gabe the whole time. I don't think I was You can interview me and my list of fashion and everything. Maybe. All right. Catch All right. the family podcast later. We're, we out. That's it. Peace. Bye, babe. We love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, Sophia. Yeah. There are, it's like three or four times uh, the number of, there's so many different ways a Rubik's Cube could be scrambled that it's like three or four times the number of grains of sand on the earth. No way. After up. That's stressing there's me out. More combinations of a Rubik's Cube than grains of sand in the earth. No, I, I, just, I, I don't believe it. Are you still good at the Rubik's Cube? At the um, Rubik's Cube? Yeah, I don't do it very often. I did it two days ago, but... <laughs> I'm glad you're too busy. <laughs> because I don't do it very often two days ago. <laughs> I got a little rusty. I went a couple weeks without picking it up, but it's still good. All right, I have to do laundry. All right, talk to you later. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you. See ya.